Tired of the old same Christmas work party. Bored of the old routine. Oh, God. Then you need the Norwich City Kyle Lafferty Christmas Experience. Where Kyle will personally visit your workplace. And the best thing about it, there's no cost at all. But don't I have lots of forms to fill in? No, not at all. All you need to do is have an opinion on Kyle on any social media. And he will know where you work, how long you've worked there, and he'll turn up completely unannounced. But I'm only 15. He doesn't care your age. He's still going to kick down your door. My party is on a Saturday afternoon at 3pm. That doesn't matter. Kyle is completely available at any time, any weekend. The Norwich City Kyle Lafferty Christmas Experience. For the first time in his Norwich career, he won't be booked. The Norwich City Kyle Lafferty Christmas Experience takes the most responsibility of Kyle's behaviour and or when any damage to your workplace occurs. Hello and welcome to the 11th, wow, 11th ever Little Yellow Bird podcast. I am John, how are you? And with me is Dan. Very good. Lovely. How are you, Dan? All right, thank you. What do you think of the football? Uh, we're coming hot on the heels, actually, aren't we? We're number 10 already, because it was so bad. Yeah, we haven't hung, hung around, have we? We thought we'd do it again. We want to do it earlier in the week, don't we? We do want to do it. the chance to uh, listen to it. Digest. Mock us a bit more, perhaps. Point at us in the streets. Yeah, basically get more people listening to it for our Exactly. Egos. So, we had an away game, so better do this. Norris City Games at Carroll And somewhere that's not Norwich Home and away We'll have our say So, we played Manchester City at Manchester City. How on earth did we get on, Dan? Uh, we were doing right well. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Ruddy Wright buggered up, didn't he? He did a little bit. It's a shame, Same. wasn't it? Sad that. I was. We were talking before, because we don't just talk on this show. We sometimes talk before and after as well. Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, bit, a bit of a weird atmosphere when I let you into the house yeah. just to not to say anything. silence, and then we just start. This the first Can time we, we acknowledge talking. each other. Nope. Okay, I'm happy with that actually. Mm-hmm. Happy. Uh, but uh, the Everton loss on penalties, followed by losing in such a sort of uh, cruel fashion on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was holding the mic wrong. Uh, so John's been doing funny little licky th- things at me. It's very... Yeah. If you put it under your lip... And you under my talk, lip. And then push it against your lip. If you go a bit dumb and dumber and get stuck to it. There you go, you're right. Uh, yeah, so losing on penalties to Everton and then losing in the last couple of minutes after e- just after equalising. I mean, you have to wonder what sort of psychological damage that might do to the players because they were so close to such good results 
twice in a week and then walked to and come away with nothing. Um, you, you probably, I mean, Alex Nil's a confident man. The players seem to be playing with confidence still, but you do wonder what sort of effect that has. But oh. they can take away the positivity that they played very well against two top sides away from home in a week. I think the psychological damage would be on par with some sort of war. Yeah. Maybe what? Sort Nam. of humanity being wiped out? Nam, I'd put it up to Nam. Mm. So a couple of levels. days to get over it and then move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get over it. For God's sake, it's been ages ago now. Were you stationed in Nam? Maybe they'll do some sort of poppy thing for, for how they A poppy appeal? Yeah. <laughs> people have to wear a yellow and green poppy because yeah. of it. Oh, maybe we should do that. Yeah. Any, that... any way to get money. Well, exactly, yeah. We sound like we're some sort of money-grabbing freaks now. Well, we are. Thank you to everyone who's donated, including my dad, who hasn't told me, but we saw on PayPal today yeah. that uh, my daddy's donated some monies to Aww. us. Which is nice, isn't it? We're not going to get very far with 10p, but I will say. <laughs> no, but, but it's, it's the thought nice, that counts. It's always a thought that counts. It doesn't count for much, but it counts. What did you make? I mean, uh, it was pretty horrible, isn't it? The, losing the way we did. Do you think, big question, No, John Rogers. Oh, sorry. Do you think, John Rogers, that John Ruddy should lose the Y and become Declan Rudd in goal? against the team we're playing next pull his why off is that what you're saying what you want to pull his why off yeah um, i'm gonna say yes i okay. talked about it very briefly on the little uh, bird project out now probably little article we did oh, the today things, things we sort of learned yeah available on our and website and i said i think it's time for him to give a rest kind of like when joe yeah. hart was pulled yeah. out of the firing line and mm. he was allowed just to kind of focus again because he used to be fantastic like properly there was a run of games i mean you talked about it before there's a run of games about eight games when he was astonishing yeah. and, he, and he won us games yeah he won us points at the moment he's losing us points, yes. which is the opposite of what he wants to do obviously so i think it's time for him just to have a little time just to make some dreadful noises uh, make it was just a time for him to just step back and let declan rudd who i thought had a great game against everton uh, made a two or three fantastic yeah, saves up and then, a- apart from where he head out a goal brainlessly, I uh, love that bit. And he cleared a bit like Bruce Grobble came running out, missed the ball, and we're very lucky not to concede. So you know, this my point is, I think probably. What, what do you mean? My point is this, this is my point. Yeah, you finished your point. Haven't oh, sorry. You? Go on. Uh, my point is, I do think Declan Rudd should be given a chance, but only. But <gasps> I don't think it will make any difference to how many points we accrue or not. But I do think in order for the rest of the squad to know that no one's undroppable and also that people deserve chances, he needs to be picked now and may, and to take John Ruddy out of the firing line, like you say. But at the end, of the, I don't think it will make any difference. I don't think he's the answer to our um, defensive problems. What we need in January, as well as centre-back now, does now seem to be perhaps a top-quality goalkeeper. Where are we going to get that one of them from? Um... I know, know this lad down Newton Flotman. He plays good, <laughs> good goal. He played good goal, he see? Good goal, yeah. He's a tall bugger, isn't he? He's a tall bugger. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, really, when if you say someone should be dropped and you should bring someone else in, you should back out with who. But uh, Norwich have a spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on the scouting network to be able to lo- locate decent goalkeepers outside of this country. And we also spent hundreds of thousands, literally, on John Ruddy, which was a great call. Yeah. You have to think, people think that when you want someone to be out of the team, you think you automatically want them, they're rubbish. And no, that's not a case no. of that. I just think he needs a rest. Although I do think he hasn't been good. I think I've said this before on the show. I can't remember. He hasn't been good since that inj- serious injury he had in uh, Chris Hewton's first season as Norwich manager. Yeah. When, he, when That's when John Ruddy was almost sort of, world, not world class, but oh. a very, very good goalkeeper. Was that when he pulled his like 
hamstring away yeah, from at, his he, bone or he something. He was out for five months, wasn't he? And that yeah. was um, during our uh, ungame, 10-game unbeaten run. And when he came back, I don't think he's ever been quite as agile. No. But so, I don't know. I think he, he uh, hopefully, you know, he can come back and be as good as he once was. But if it, if, if it means bringing another goalkeeper who's top quality and may save us those points that he used to save us, then I'd be all for that as well. Uh, let's talk a bit more about the Manchester City game. Um, the... It was cruel. It really was. I mean, they had two penalties. They missed one, but that's yeah. like, apart from that. But I just. But we were bombing forward to get the second equaliser. So that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. But I did, it just—it was just so desperately close. I mean, I, complete luck. There's the first bit where luck we've got this season. Maybe I can't think of anything else we've had that goes close uh, to it. Any, Literally, no. the goalkeeper throwing the ball at someone's <laughs> feet on the goal line, and Jerome doesn't miss them. We know that. Okay, <laughs> he nearly did though. He no, nearly he, brushed off his foot. No, he, he didn't. Wasn't, he wasn't. If you look, I watched it. If he's not looking at the ball when he scores, doesn't need to. That's why he's so good. <laughs> um, it's weird because Joe Hart's probably. I mean, he's the most informed keeper in the country by a mile at the moment. He's been sensational for the yeah. last sort of nine, twelve months. He is by far England's number one, and for him to do that, it's just it's just extraordinary. I, I saw a lot of people on I say a lot of people, I see a few people on Twitter and on other forums saying that well, Joe Hart made a mistake, and no one's saying that he needs to be dropped. But that was like his first mistake in uh, twenty yeah. games or so. And there's something about the Joe Hart one that's kind of that can happen but the John Ruddy sort of flapping for it didn't know whether to punch didn't know to, that's that's a scrambled mind he doesn't know what to do with the ball there and then hearing out and it, you don't know but it looked like he's shouting at Alex Tetty my ball my ball my ball which is why Tetty leaves it yeah uh, to, for John Ruddy to collect it otherwise Tetty just puts his boot through it which he should have done anyway yeah it just seems like Ruddy's mind might be a bit scrambled and we have conceded a lot of late goals was it uh, six in our 11 Premier League games we've conceded uh, in the last 10 minutes. It's just a, a, such a shame because you think this, it's just little tiny moments that will change so much in in, in the season. A couple of yeah. people with Teddy, for example, that give that silly free kick that he gave away against yeah. West Ham. No, and John, you know, John Ruddy should have done better with that as well. Exactly. Those little tiny moments. Yeah. And, it, and it's what, that's three points at West Ham. That's another point. And not only that, it's not just points, it's sort of psychologically that a win at West Ham and a point at the Etihad. That's huge, huge psychological lifts. That puts us in the same points as Swansea, which yeah. we play... Next Coming up on Saturday, yeah. That was good, wasn't it? That oh, was good. Seamless. Ah. Are we talking about them now or are we waiting? No, we'll wait for the second later. bit. So seamless, seamless to an seamless. extent. Seamless. But yeah, it's psychological as well, isn't it? Beating West Ham away and drawing at Man City would have been huge results. It would have been. So so poor old Alex Neil, away. Poor Alex Neil, because he's done a great job, that I was thought. Tactically set out brilliantly. It I was. Yeah, what, what was the tactics, would you say then? Sort of overrun in the wide areas, so so that Malumbu and Teti were moving across to help the fullbacks out and stopping them attacking De Bruyne and uh, who was the other uh, Jesus on the other side Navas Jesus yeah stopping them getting in behind and it worked perfectly. I mean, so much so that uh, they brought Sterling on uh, to make a difference, which is you know a big hat tip to Alex Neal's tactics and how well the uh, Norwich sort of performed until the last ten minutes. I thought Brady had a really good game on the right-hand side because he used that pace to get... That's what another tactic. As soon as we get the ball, get it wide to the full-backs and just bomb, go, yeah. for, go and just push everyone forward as close as close to the goal we get yeah. and get a throw and slow the game down. He's probably been our most consistently good player, he has, Brady, hasn't he? Has, hasn't he? Yeah. Only because Wes hasn't played every game. But. Yeah, true. Uh, I think he would be my player of the season so far. Yeah, he's been really good. And he's been in two... I mean, he's a left-winger yeah. or somebody who's you know, plays in midfield and he's played at left back for most of the season and now he's played at right back. Again, that kind of makes me really frustrated because the time we've actually given Alex Neal some money, some decent money, seven million quid, he's got a really good player. There's not many people who wanted Brady and it's like, obviously when it it started rolling on, like we offered like three million or something and it, 
it doubled in the end to get him. But he's, he's worth that money, though. Yeah, he is. He really, really I is. I mean, if you think about the problems we've had at right-back, we, we'd, we'd happily take a £7 million right-back, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, of course, yeah. And that's exa- essentially what we've got with a left-back, isn't it? £7 million left-back, and he's been good. I'm trying to think of a goalkeeper we could buy. Uh, let's do, we, do, do we need one? I know we're going back to it a little bit, but do we need one with Declan Rudd? Well, it's a lot of... Pre- I know he's, he's not exactly um, young, but he is... Inexperienced in the Premier League, but very, I know that people say, "Well, John Ruddy was inexperienced when he first played in the Premier League." But he also had a big run of games behind the same back four for a long time, and Declan Rudd hasn't had that. And I still go, I still, still go back to that. it was great saves against Everton in the cup. I still go back to the back, back to the fact he came out of goal like he didn't know what he was doing at one point, and that to me doesn't scream like he's going to make a massive difference to how many points, uh, whether we win a match or not. But I think he should be given a go, and if he's brilliant, then. Absolutely brilliant. Keep him in there. If he's not, then I think we've uh, got to bring Mark Bunn back from Aston Villa. Uh, he's the answer to our prayers. The Bunster. Yeah. On that depressing note, <laughs> we lost again, unfortunately. We did. Oh, yeah, so we gotta... we're going to talk about our Norwich City tonic. That last game was pretty crappy, wasn't it? I would describe it as something chronic. But don't worry, because we're here for you. Because we're offering you right now a healthy drink of the Norwich City Tonic. Get it down, ya. Yummy. Yummy indeed. I'm doing a weird face. What's wrong? My headphones nearly fell off. Okay. So what we try to do when we lose, we try to boost you up and think of the good time. It's the good times we used to have. Do you remember those? We've um, not had many, actually, have we? So this week is And we're the... not just talking about the football. We've just not had many good times, I haven't had have anything. we? Nothing. No. Look at me. So today we're going to talk about the Chris Hewton years. They were great <laughs> years, weren't they? Can you remember that? Well, we did finish pretty high in the league. With the best the highest, ever yeah. premiership finish. Ten-game unbeaten run. <sighs> Alex Tessie's amazing goal and just before we got relegated. Never won again. Well, what, what, great we, what are we really talking about, though? Uh, first time we met a Norwich City player. Who was yours? Mine, I think. Well, I remember the first person I saw was Mike Walker in uh, the telephone box. If anyone know, if anyone drives down the A140 every day outside of Norwich, I was grabbing Newton Flotman, and there used to be a telephone box. I don't think it's still there on the green right by the A140, uh, just past the bridge over the River Taz, where a mate of mine was dangled over the edge once, and I saw Mike Walker in there on the on the phone. I sure just want a tramp. No, it was definitely my walker. He had a very expensive car, Mercedes or something like that. And he had his mullet, silver fox mullet. But that, the first one I met was, so uh, <laughs> I was brought up near Newton Flop and the worst Hill. story I've ever heard. <laughs> a man was in a telephone box. It was really, I was like, what would I have been, 11 years old? Yeah. I was, that's incredibly exciting. Yeah, it was. Although these days when you see a man in a telephone box, they're either pissing or looking for porn cards, aren't they? Aren't they, John? Mm, I don't know. Or both at the same time. I don't know that. <laughs> Uh, so the first one I met was Neil Adams. No, was I'll tell it? you why. Nice. Uh, I was the. I lived near Newton Flotman Village Hall, so just around Stop the corner. Stop going on about Newton Flotman. Well, just Flotman. a bit of context. Just That's around, the fourth mention Just now. around the corner from it, I lived. So there's a little sort of stone track up to the Village Hall. He's posh, ladies and, and gentlemen. Uh, I live in a little, little bungalow, actually. Posh. And, <laughs> and uh, still live in the same bungalow. And Not that I'm getting chippy. And uh, Neil Adams... Uh, well, a car pulled over, me and a couple of mates, and Neil Adams popped his head out the window and said, can you show me the way to Newton Flotman Village Hall, please? Oh. And I just said, it's just around the corner there. And it was literally 20 yards around the corner. 
and he drove off. That was wow. my first experience. And I felt like I was a bit starstruck. I don't think I'd ever met anyone famous at that stage in my life. No, no one. Oh, I saw Jasper Carrot in an airport once. <laughs> right. First famous person I saw, Jasper Carrot at an airport. Nice. Yeah. How old were you? I don't know, seven or eight. Wow. Yeah. I will say, we, we, when we first put this um, Norwich City Tonic <laughs> idea together, uh-huh. I didn't think we'd hear about probably three of the worst stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, well, go on then. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get. I went to an orgy, and uh, I guess he was handing out the condoms. Tim Sherwood. Tim I'm Sherwood. Tim Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just him on his own. <laughs> One, the first ever. Action. Was that in highs or uh, or? I have to say, icon. my f- first f- f- professional football I ever met yeah. came face to face contact with. Didn't talk to him. Right. Was Nile Quim. Oh, okay. When I was mascot, you wouldn't have been face to face, would you? Because he was no. about seven foot, yeah. and as a mascot, you'd have been twelve inches or something. Wouldn't you? Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> still growing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, and I saw him and Keith Curl, and they were both swearing quite loudly, oh, yeah. quite aggressively, and like slapping each other's backs and pointing and saying another F word. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Being sort of jocular, men yeah. down the pub kind of thing. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story because it'll spoil the book. Oh, yeah. This story is in uh, the Tales from the City book yeah. that John was, was lucky enough to be a part but of. You said, oh, oh that's got, I've got a really good story about. It's Mike Walker in a phone I didn't box. tell you it was a good story. Why, did you, why, have we done, why have we done this one? This is awful. We've decided, we decided to do the first uh, Norwich player you ever met because we thought about oh, it. Oh, Norwich player. Okay. Yeah. Well, my, 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 oh, mine we thought was... about this two minutes before we started recording. No, we this, didn't. Yes, we did. And well, you know my first Norwich player then. If I can't tell you because it'll spoil the book. Oh, no one's going to buy the book if they haven't. They now. will. No, they won't. Give him a little taster. <laughs> <laughs> I came eye to eye with something. Yes, you did. I wasn't allowed that work, that line. In. <laughs> I was taken out of the book. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, right. I wanted it in. Although I can't imagine it was eye to eye because the player. Uh, this is just what you did. Yeah, you walked into the changing rooms, yeah. and the first thing you saw was Raw Fox's penis. There we go. Moving on. So that was a lovely note. What did it say to you? What the penis? <laughs> what sort of? Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that it, book is uh, available in available now uh, from uh, some good bookshops. Hmm. There we go. That was it. And my bin. Uh, are you throwing it away? Where yeah. is it? Can we sign it for you? No, not really. No. Okay. Hmm. So we're going to do the next thing. What is the next thing, Dan? I don't know what we're doing next. We can either do Dan versus John or we can do the tweets. Um, let's do Dan versus John. Mm, sure? Yeah, why okay, not? You're supposed him. to be running this thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. Who cares? I care because I'm bloody winning. So this week is Dan's turn to give me a tricky question of orgasmic proportions. I'm just feeling while he's playing with his pen lid. Yeah. Uh, Right, so I've gone more contemporary this time. Yo, yo, yo. You're going to wrap it. And uh, after cheering everyone back up, uh, we uh, are going back to Chris Hutton days. We really are now. So what I want to know, in the season we got relegated, this is really cheering everyone up now, isn't it? Uh, Seven players, seven Norwich City football players, scored 
scored more than one goal. More than one goal. More than one goal. Five, by the way, already have this season for us. Seven. I want you to name all seven. Oh, fuck off. But it's two seasons ago. But you uh, you can have three wrong before you're out. Where's Houlihan? Wrong. You're joking. <laughs> no, he scored one. That's what you said, isn't it? Who scored? You know I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, this is... All seven. All seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's two seasons ago, Can John. I do a joke? Think, okay. Rookie right, Van Wolfswinkel. <laughs> I was going to do the seven who scored only Can't one. Can't you just do five out of seven? No, I'd, I'd rather you do seven, John. Why? Because it should be... It's two seasons ago. It's yeah, less so than two what? years ago. I've just made, I've made a reasonable guess at someone, and it's wrong already. Well, go for the obvious ones, then. I can't remember who was striker. Bloody hell. I can't. It's almost as if you've read that season from your memory. <laughs> I can't think why. Okay. Okay. You were still one of the last Basong. people I remember on Twitter who uh, wanted Newton to stay there. Basong. Uh, Basong didn't score a goal. <laughs> so your t- first two guesses are incorrect. <clears throat> <laughs> Bradley Johnson. Yeah, you got three. Yeah. Booyah. Yeah. Um, okay. You think Wes would have, wouldn't you? No, we didn't really play too much, did he, that season? And he wanted to go away. And he didn't celebrate when he did score that goal. I can't remember what season it was. What? So if Ricky wasn't scoring our goal up front, who were, who was scoring our goals from up front? Two seasons ago. Yeah, the season we got relegated. Grant Holt still there? Was Grant Holt still there? <laughs> I don't know when he left. Grant Holt. <laughs> really? No. Oh, what, year, what year am I thinking of then? You, I don't think you're thinking of anything particularly, are you? I what? don't think any pertinent thoughts are forming in your brain. You, you've lost already, by the way. Oh, you managed to let get me have one, one more go, then. That's not fair. This is going to be rubbish, then, isn't it? All right, you just touched my knee with your oh, foot. Is that your knee? That's not going to make me want to have another go. <laughs> uh, let okay. me have one go. Let me have one go. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember who we had in the squad. I can't... As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. I can't. I'm not very good at this sort of thing. I'll tell you what, can I tell you? Oh, this is a big clue. One, two, this is a big clue. One, two, three, four. In fact, only one of those sevens is still at the club. Or is still so currently sort of playing for the club. That's why. Okay. Paul McVeigh. <laughs> um, okay. I'm not very good at this sort of thing. I can't remember. What, Norwich City questions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a question that I like if you've got good ones? 
That is a good one. It's from two years ago. So what? You've got one person so far. <laughs> Go on. We've got to move on. I'm going to be here forever. Okay. I, you know, another... I'm trying to get like the, the peripheral ones because that's where the, the, the... I don't think you should get the peripheral ones. You should just get the ones that are correct. Well, I went Wes and you said no. I think that's wrong. <laughs> no, it's definitely right. And they're all left. One's still there. One is still playing for us. And the others are either left permanently or on loan away elsewhere. On loan away. Loaned elsewhere. <laughs> Currently on loan at a separate club. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, I can do the mark. Gary Hooper. Yes, for fucks. Yeah, Nick. I know, but I'm trying to do the ones that are like... Well, oh, just get some. Okay. So, you know, so it's not so dull for the people who haven't True. switched off yet. So Hooper, he got eight. He was our leading goal scorer that season. Was he? Mm. Mm, that era. Mm, that era. Didn't... Elliot Bennett. No, he didn't score. He did. No, he didn't. Ryan Bennett did. What did I say? Elliot. Oh, sorry. Did you mean? I did. I swear. Did you? I broke. He scored the header against. Thing, yeah. Oh, he only scored one, so you're still wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you give up now? Yes. Yeah, rubbish. You're right. That's not rubbish. Questions. So Snodgrass. That's boring. Snodgrass. Yeah, but it's rough. Leroy Fair, Johan Almanda, Johnny Halson, and. Uh, uh, Carl Pilkington, as I accidentally subbed into a piece on our website today, Anthony Pilkington. I don't think you're right. I am right. Wikipedia says I'm right, and also stats. Uh, that, is like the, that is the shittest question. It's not a it shit is. question. I give you like good things that act relative to things. Who scored for Chris Hewton? The worst season I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry if a question about two seasons ago is too yeah, difficult for you. When it was. It does. Where, well, it's better than asking who are the seven top scorers in 1967. Yeah, but I gave you an option. You had to only get 10 out of 22. I had to get all seven. <laughs> right, anyway, you've, you've, you're coming across as a bad loser. You're, uh, you're a bad quiz quiz. <laughs> that's master. a good question. My League Cup one was good last week. No, shit. Sponsorship. You're just reading out sponsors. Are you trying to desperately get a sponsorship from <laughs> these people? Oh, it's a shit. No, we're not, I'm not doing this next week because it's rubbish. We don't get any right. You ask crappy questions that are boring that you've just come up in the last two seconds. Oh, by the way, who's got girls? I'll give you all the ones who scored one goal. Go on then. Ryan Bennett. Yeah. There you go. And? Uh, Ricky Van Wolfswinkel. Yeah. See? Yeah, and? And is there, how many more are there? Five. Russell Martin. No. I don't think you're right. I am right. Olsen. Yeah. You're not winning anything Teddy. from this. Yeah. See? That's easier. <laughs> well, no. Let's just move on. Let's move on. It was also... Whitt- Won the Murphy twins. Whittaker, Josh Murphy. Ah, oh, see? Boom. Nathan and Nathan Redden. <sighs> I got that was better. I think I should get a point for that. John's running around in his pants now. He's so angry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll do the tweets now then. Okay. What's wrong? What's happened? Uh, nothing. Just watching the football. Billy still being pants. Right. Tweet. Still not done a jingle for that then. This is it. No. It's live jingle. Okay. Right. So we asked if Norwich's agonising, agonising defeat to Man City was a song. What song would it be? Raindrops keep falling on my head. Why? Was it raining in Manchester? No, I don't think it was, was it? No. Uh, so, number 10. 10, 10. Mark 10, Lincoln 10. at Mark L1NC5. In honour of Hart and Ruddy, drop it like it's hot. 
by Snoop Dogg. Norwich City fan, Snoop Dogg. Quite a few, it's a good one, but quite a few people came out with that one. But Mark Lincoln was the first. So well done, that's why it's low as 10. Number nine, Bloody John Punt at Pantina, Pantino again. Joe Heartbreak Hotel, Elvis Presley. Oh, Can nice. you give us a bit of Elvis? On Stroke? He had a stroke? Oh, man, it's no. <laughs> That's like Father Ted does, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, uh, anyway, uh, number eight, Steak and Tetty at Steak O Kidney. Oh, yeah. The Lumberjack song by Monty Python. It starts sensibly, then ends up slightly nuts, exactly like the game. Nice. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. Work all night, play all day. Is that it? Sleep all day. Sleep all day. Uh, we often wear lumberjack shirts, don't we? Have you ever, it's a nightmare Have you ever opened a, uh, split open a bit of wood with your axe? I have actually. Have you? Yeah. How'd it go? Painful. Did you get a splinter? We got something. <laughs> uh, number seven, Duncan Edwards at Duncan Edwards eight. Big mistake by Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah, but Alex Tetty scored one goal and I got that right. What? Alex Tetty scored one goal and I got that right. What are you talking about? Dan versus John. Why have you gone back to that for? Because I'm angry because I want a decent question for once. But that wasn't the question who scored one goal. I thought it was. No, you didn't think it was. Um... So, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that, Duncan Edwards. <laughs> sorry, Duncan. Uh, Big Dunk. Who's your favourite singing soap star, by the way? Natalie Imbruglia? Craig McLaughlin. Oh, what was that song he did? Mona. I remember that. I bought that. Did you? Just after I bought Kylie and Jason's duet. Oh. Yeah. Scott at Argus. He's gone for three. Is that allowed? We'll see why. Brittany, oops, I did it again. White Snake, here I go again. Status quo, again and again. So he's done a little theme of things happening again and again. What happened again? Losing. Oh. John, losing. Uh, number five, Richard Freezer, who also went for one of your songs again. I can't remember which I one. I like him. Probably he likes bet. you a lot. Is he you? Is it you? <laughs> is this an anagram, Richard Freezer of John Rogers? No, there's no Z in Rogers, is there? Mate, he's as cool as me. <laughs> he's Butterfingers by Tommy Steele. Cool. That's a bit... Yeah. That's older than one of your He says, don't you just love a Google? <laughs> What's the favourite thing you've ever Googled, John? What's the what? Favourite thing you've ever Googled. My favourite thing I've ever Googled? Yeah. Your face? <laughs> you don't have to Google that. No, the words your not face. You've got a picture of it in your wallet. Uh-huh. Uh, number four, Duncan Edwards again. I didn't realise I'd given him twice. That's not fair. Uh, Nirvana, something in the way. Russell Martin's elbow. Something in the way? Yeah, Russell Martin's elbow. Nirvana's the last track on Nevermind. Yeah, but the little ditty about smoking crack under a bridge, I think. <laughs> Remember that? Talking of smoking crack on the bridge. <laughs> Who's number two? Uh, number three, you mean? Oh shit! And uh, almost is Richard. Oh, yeah, that makes <laughs> He's sense. always smoking crack under Cara Bridge. He is. Uh, have you Etty had it? Have you Etty had it blue? By Style Cancel, which is have you ever had it blue? Okay, that's good. Have you ever? Did have you get, you there was Etty one that was blue? quite recent. Uh, number two from our friend Fionn Thomas. Yay! Do you a little Fionn? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, she's gone for Ruddy Rushes In Where Teddy Fears to Tread, which is Fools nice. Rush In Where Angels Fear to Tread. Nice. Uh, I, I think that's an Sinatra song, but I'm not sure. That's a, that's a good number two. No, I speak, that would have won. But number one this week, Joe Lovell at Joe Level. No, that can't be right. Joe Level at Joe Level. Shot at the goal, and Martin saves. You give Rudd a good name by nice. John Bon Ruddy, uh, which is a Bon Jovi song. So well done, Joe Lovell. Level. Can I can I add one? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. And you tell me which one number this has got to be. This is yeah. from Matt Harper. Yeah, he said John Ruddy. Etty had a bad day. 
Etihad. Oh, yeah, I, could, I didn't get it. Etihad, a uh, band. Yeah, that's yeah, that good. is a good one. So I didn't get it. My fault. That's where we're going to put that. Uh, we'll knock one of Duncan Edwards out because he got two. Yes, where was so that? So number four. Number four. Well yeah. done, Matt. You are number four. four. Uh, cool. That was there good, go. wasn't number it? Number 10. Well done, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Especially as you only had a day to do it, and we had loads and loads of replies. Aww. And thank you, everyone, for putting who the artists and bands are as well, because I'm a bit dense. What's your favourite song? My favourite song of all time. The On set- the Ball City. That's oh, my favourite song. Is it? Yeah. Sing it to us. What's the, what's the eighth word? <laughs> Whispering, dude. Danger. Danger. Correct, yeah. yeah. Love that. You asked that Simon Thomas and you got it wrong, didn't you? Because did people say City. Tw- uh, f- yeah. yeah. Nev, no, on the ball, City. Yeah. City. Be Works every time. Do you know why? Because this is Home and Away Part 2. Fucking get on with it. So, who on earth have we got on home this week? Uh, we've got the uh, Welsh interlopers, Swansea. Mm. Do you know what's interesting, mildly, about Swansea? <laughs> when we first came to the Premier League, it pitted two of the brightest, youngest, upcoming British managers, <laughs> yeah. Lambert versus Rogers. Now they're both out of jobs. And now we've got two more bright, brightest, youngest, up-and-coming British managers. Yeah, we have, not we? Yeah. So we- well done, Swansea and Norwich, for that, at I- least. I mean, Gary Monk... Wasn't everyone's first choice? No. For, I'm sure, but he's done a great job, isn't he? Brilliant job. Although, we, although they're not that far away from us at the moment, they're so only four points away. When he he was sort of appointed at the same time, well, well, that's not true. A couple of months before Neil Adams was appointed as Norwich manager, and both both of them sort of came from backroom staff. I mean, Monk's much younger, but it shows that it can go either way when you point from within. Mm. But Monk's done brilliantly, sort of. But yeah, they've only, well, they've, they've lost one. No, they've won one in their last six games. Only won one away. Which was their one last away game, which was at Villa, though. I think that, was that Sherwood's last game? Might have been Sherwood's last game. Mm. And they're really struggling to score at the moment. Who's conceded the most goals this season, do you think? In the Premier League? Yeah. Um, it's Sunderland now, after, the, yeah. isn't it? I think. Yeah. Sun- Sunderland, Newcastle, and Bournemouth conceded more than us, have they? Uh, nope. No? We've conceded more than Newcastle. Okay. But Bournemouth have conceded more than us. Yeah. One, and not scored as many. Uh, no, I don't think. No, twelve. Yeah. And we've scored fifteen. Which fifteen goals? Not bad, is it? It's, it's right. the same as Man United have scored this yeah. season. But they have only conceded eight, and we've just conceded um, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-three, twenty-three mm. goals. I got twenty-three goals to save. <laughs> twenty-three goals to save. John Ruddy has had twenty-three goals to save, and he he's has. not saved them, has and he? he hasn't saved a goal because he's pretty old. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the football match on Saturday? Um, against the Welsh. We're both going, aren't we? Uh, yes, we are. Where are you sitting? Uh, I, uh, where am I? I'm in the Gerald. Whereabouts? Uh, I can't remember now. Should we, remember. Should, should, we, should we touch base at halftime? Yeah. Fist pump. Yeah. yeah. We Jack, do that. Jack Reeve fist pump. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or bone crushing handshake, yeah. as, the, as the lovely Jack does. Yeah. We're going to get interviewed by Jack afterwards as well, aren't we? We're not. We're going we're gonna to viciously attack him, we said, actually. <laughs> I didn't, you did. I said we'll viciously assault him in balaclavas, yeah. is what we and actually said. I said, said. no, let's just have our interview and we'll come across as nice I people. said, no, let's get a van, get balaclavas <laughs> on and put him in the back of the van and drive away. Then what? <laughs> then what are we going to do, Dan? And then uh, and then do a, um, what's it called, a ransom. And then that could be our donated money to the Little Yellow Bird Project. 
That's a good idea. Here we go. Saturday, do you think this is... You've ruined it now, not me. Do you think this is the biggest game of the season ever, of any football game ever? (laughs) How how big would you say this game is? Is it Yambo-Molby proportions? Is it Gary Hooper, or is it just kind of a slim line? I'm going to go for Gary Hooper's knee big. Okay, he's got big, chunky knees, actually. Oh, yeah. Because uh, if, if we win, what yeah. happens? Absolutely nothing, unless Chelsea lose. But it's massive, isn't it? Because Thank who you. have we got? Oh. Have I written this down? I haven't written this down. Have we, we have we got win? Chelsea, yep. Arsenal, yep. Man United, yep. Everton yep. and Spurs yep. in our, the six games after that. Five I, of the six games after this? that. I'm going to make a big, bold prediction right now. Okay. And people say, oh, the negative. And I go, well, who the hell are you? Can you get out of my car? But well, then I'm going to say to them, I don't think we're getting another point right. until the day after Christmas. Jesus Christ. Why? Look at, look at the, the run. Yeah, but Chelsea are shit. Everton are beatable. Man United can't score. And you, we nearly drew at, Man, at, at the Etihad. I don't think we're going to get another you d- point. So you think we're going to lose on Saturday to Swansea? Yeah. And away at Watford? Yeah. Why? Justify yourself. What do you mean, why? Because Watford are on a fly at the moment. Well, they won two games in a row. Exactly. And they've got more points than us. Yes. There we go. <laughs> right. Are you serious? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Put I look... money on it then. All right. How much? Yeah. I'll put all, all of your, the, all your all donations. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would uh, be amazing. Imagine that. I think we're going to beat Swansea. Okay, good. I, I hope we do. I don't, I th- I don't, I don't I want know, us I to. I don't want us to. Our last two games, we've played well. Uh, and I have full confidence in Alex Neil. Making sure our players are confident and Swansea uh, away form is very poor. They've been playing pretty poorly as well. I, th- I think Swansea will be fine, uh, but at the moment uh, they're not playing well at all. And I think when we set, when we play against teams who don't mind passing it around, we've done okay. Apart from Southampton, but we were down to ten men pretty early. That's what I was going to say to you. I did. Bring and up McCartney again, needs to come back. He does. That's what I was going to say to you. Do you think if we'd have played the formation we played against Man City, against Newcastle and Southampton, we'd have got more points? Uh, Southampton's hard to say because we were down to 10 men it's not Southampton <laughs> classic uh, Newcastle I think uh, he set us up right they were awful they can't defend so attacking formation is probably fine uh, I think um, and I think it would have been overly negative to have played five at the back against the bottom size yeah. in the Premier League but I, I take your point though uh, was it really we, a five? It was more of a three because well, Brady but, was whipping up that. Yeah, and so was Olsen. He was. Well, it was five like, in defence. Well, it was seven in defence because Malumbu and Teddy dropped back in defence as well. I said this would be a seven in the back, didn't I? You did, and actually. you all looked at me and <laughs> going, "Oh, he's a tool." Yeah, bang. Um, I know what I'm doing, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you you genuinely think we're going to lose on Saturday? I think we are. Oh dear, why? John Joe Shelby. Oh, he's a cock, isn't he? Exactly. He scored against like, us against when he used to play for Charlton. Did he? And, yeah. And he that. celebrated in front of the away fans and like hey. sat with his legs wide, really wide, and then did like double fist pump. Yeah. Fuck, you've scored a goal in League One, mate. He looks like the kind of man who's been dropped from a spaceship fully formed by aliens, doesn't he? Because <laughs> he's just so bald and he looks completely hairless. He looks like he's kind of an alien. This is yeah, what a human looks like. Drop him down, fully formed. I, I disagree. Really? He's got a, yeah. a really sensitive um, body disfigurement. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's really sensitive and plays sort of ballads on his guitar every night. I do. <coughs> we know you do. Uh, so, yeah. So, you go, I'm going for the win. 2-1 win. Still don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. 2-1 win, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be good. Well, any sort of win, just psychologically just, just to massive. Get, just to get the fans back on, their, on that Alex Neal side. And then it's Chelsea. One last question. Yeah. Will Mourinho be Chelsea manager when we play them in a I couple of weeks? I think he will not. Who they got, do you know? 
on Saturday, I don't know. Yeah, actually. let me click on them. You've got the internets in front of you because you have to I steal got my the laptop. Inter- they're playing a team called someone, schedule and scores. Oh, God. How do you even use your fucking thing? Uh, oh, God. They've got Stoke. Away or home? Away. Stoke lost that, their last two. That's the last thing you need. Stoke yeah. away, isn't it? Yeah. Well, get, it's not really, is it? I mean, get, Man City away is the last thing you need, probably. They'll get crouched. Or Arsenal away. Crouch is barely played. Well, that's okay. Do you know what? What about um, Peter Crouch coming to Norwich? What about it? In January. You know this has already happened. No, <laughs> in, in, in this January. Would you think that's a good idea? Mm, no. Well, that's like bringing Elmanda in, isn't it? Not really. Yes, it is. He's bound to get you a couple of goals. No, I'd, well, no, last five minutes. I have faith in Mbikani yeah. scoring goals for us. Yeah, He scored two. I think, I, Jerome, I mean, he scored, obviously. But he's... Tell me I'm true or not. Has he scored two? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, thank you very much. Who? And Bacani. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you very much. What's your point? I don't know, there isn't one. I just want to get some sort of <laughs> argument going. <laughs> uh, okay, Jerome scored two as well, you twat. How many Gravens, Scott? No, you wanker. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you, you bet with me at £400 that yeah. Graven would score more goals than Jerome uh, for Norwich this season. Was it 400 I thought it was 600 £600. £600, pounds. yeah. I still, I still go that. Oh, Gra- Jerome was poor, I thought. He didn't hold the ball up at all. Oh, he wasn't. He, he had d- it great... bounced off him. His touch was the... terrible. No, that's not true. There's numerous times when he got in behind and held the ball up. No. Nope. There was. You, I, I will, Link I will play say. play was crud. No. Ooh, I'll... crud. That's retro, isn't it? Cruddy. Crud. Cruddy, ruddy. Cruddy, <laughs> <laughs> couple... cruddy. There was a couple of times. Oh, we, we didn't do any chances. Cruddy we... hell. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't do any... Um... Halloween puns, didn't we? No, we can do bonfire ones next week. Okay. No, this is this week. Is it? So ready? Mm. It'll be a, a bang in time. I think we'll, Wes will score with a, we, no. <laughs> a wheel. Uh, no. Catherine, a whiz. A whiz. Yeah. A whizzing. Yeah. A whiz bang. I got hit by a firework once. Sorry about that. It wasn't you. Uh, I was aiming for your girlfriend. <laughs> what? What's wrong with you today? I don't know. You, have I you been know. drinking again? Have you been drinking? <laughs> like, it was in a bottle. Like right. you know we do, like old school. Yeah. And literally lit it. And, went, and just a little bottle. We just watched it go, like land on its side. And we both looked at each other. It went right into me. Right really? into me. Hit me full pelt on the stomach. Shit. I jumped over a fence because like, I thought like numerous would be coming <laughs> rather than just one. And I ripped my knee to pieces. I can show you the scar a little bit. Oh. One a mate of mine once set fire to the back of my head when I had curtains, <laughs> long curtain hair. Did you? Yeah, set fire to it in Fat Paulie's, which is an old club down Angley Square. I played there at the gig. So did Casual Jack. Really? Uh, Casual Jack will be making a return at some point, by the way, when he John will. can get his ass kicked. Uh, he wasn't even here today. <laughs> what do we need to do? Ring him up? Yeah, it was on. Let's ring him up now. No, let's not do that. Why? Let's do, what, live? Yeah. Should we try and do Why a live wasn't he in work Jack? today? What? Why wasn't he in work today? I don't know. Well, because he might be away. I don't want to ring him on he's on holiday. He's not on holiday. He's just really ill. He's probably swatting up on football stats, we, isn't he? quite good, isn't it? No. He probably won't answer. Yeah. We've gone on for ages now. We should probably shut up. Okay, we? sorry. So what, what, So you'll go, what's the score on Saturday? I'm going to go for 8-0. To Swansea? Uh, I'm going to go for 1-1. Which said we wouldn't get a point. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then... <laughs> You're the turning last, into Jake Humphrey. Though, in the last changing minute. opinion every two seconds. <laughs> So hopefully it will be a, a fantastic 3-0 win with Hoop again, Hadrick. <laughs> <laughs> or Amanda or Snodgrass. Yeah. Or Leroy Fair. Is he still at QPR? God, he is, isn't he? Leroy Fair. Are you sh- I, I was thinking of the wrong... What happened last year then? 
We got promoted. So are you from saying the, the Alex? Are you saying the Neil Adams year? Well, yeah, when Chris Hughes was sacked and we well, were relegated. Well, yeah, we didn't. No, 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 we didn't say that. I said the season yeah, we got you said relegated. Yeah, Chris Hughes. That wasn't. That was a Chris Hughes stroke Neil Adams year, which. Should we wrap I think this up? By default, means that I won that. Should we wrap this up? Go on then. So, what are we going to do now then? Uh, will happen, won't happen in the I, week ahead. Are you sure you're going to do this? Because it doesn't go very well very often. No, it's not. But I've written them all this time, so it okay. um, <laughs> might be funny. Here we go then. One, two, three. Well, Alex Neal sorts out two defensive problems in one by handing a Premier League debut to Declan Rudd at right back. Nice. Won't. Dan is forced to apologise for his violently bloodthirsty reaction after a fan behind him suggests that Tim Sherwood should replace Alex Neal as Norwich manager. Ooh, controversial. It's going to happen. Will. It's not going to happen. Sorry. I've done the will. It's not going to happen. But someone will, will suggest it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Will. Ooh. Alex Neal reveals the mystery injury was a nappy rash to Wes Houlihan's backside after Russell Martin mistook him for his newborn baby. Oh, controversial as well. Won't. Dan and John record their next podcast from hospital beds after Kyle Lafferty gets wind of the Christmas party advert. Oh, I hope you enjoy the Christmas advert because that was an advert for Christmas. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit, I need to press this button.